Hello, everybody. Before we start this podcast today, I just want to let you know that I'm not sponsored in any way by any company. There is no ads here. But if you do want to see the products that I promote and the books that I have written, you can see all of that and all of the links to all of my social media accounts and Instagram, YouTube, and so on. All of that is on my website, noticebooks.org. N-O-T-U-S books.org, not us books.org. Hey guys, today in this conversation, I'm talking with Patrick about how to read a health chart. And Patrick is not a professional and you do not need to be either. And the key of this is it gives us the information to know what to do next. A lot of people are tripping about, oh, I don't know how to prescribe, we're not prescribing anything. And we're not doing anything until we know what's going on. So the first things that you got to keep in mind is obviously that's why it's worth the detail and attention. That's, that's where we're sitting down with the customer. Uh, this is really where, you know, we're getting ready to, to shop with the customer and help them find what they need based on these questions. So f- first, obviously, you got to identify if it's a serious case or not. Those are going to be your two major distinctions. You're going to be able to look at those. and You don't need to be a doctor. You look at, it says, diagnosis and symptoms. We're asking them if they've been diagnosed with anything. If they've got a whole bunch of diseases and symptoms, right away, you know, they're a more serious case. It's just the way that you're treating it, right? If we're dealing with an 18 year old kid with no health problems, but he's just heard the message, we don't have that much leverage with them and that's okay. We're still recommending the 90 essential nutrients. I've put together combinations that are called the budget pack, the basic pack. They're simple. We can go shopping with them. We can present him three options. One of them can still be large. He's most likely to get the budget or the basic pack in my realm. But if they're more serious and you know, it's not like we have to go in and throw all the extra products in. It's not like if you read their chart and you're like, okay, they have a, a blood sugar problem for sure. You don't have to go heavy and throw every blood sugar support product in that we have. But what you have is a more serious sales situation. You know, the, the budget pack is not going to be the best option for somebody like that. Maybe they have a bunch of digestive problems. That's why I created the digestion pack. Now, the real kicker is that a lot of these are going to be easy and you're going to be able to say, well, you don't have any diseases or, okay, well, you're overweight and you got a blood sugar problem, but we'll start you with the 90 essential nutrients or the digestion pack. A lot of them are going to jump right off the page at you. The reason we went into details because there's some things that change it, like the gallbladder. If they don't have a gallbladder, you have to add enzymes. But generally, you're not going to be stuck. Now, if I get stuck, because I'm not a doctor either, I did not go to school for this, I've just been doing this. If I do get stuck on a chart, what I'm going to need to do is call Dr. Wallach. Well, first, I'll go to Let's Play Doctor. I'll look up, see if it's in the book, see if it's in Dr. Glynn's book, see if I can do a quick search about it. Maybe it's a drug I have a question about or a specific question I can't find the answer to. I'm still going to need those exact questions. I know if I call Dr. Wallach, he's going to say, okay, how old is a person? How much do they weigh? he's going to go through all those exact same questions. So I can save him a lot of time, myself a lot of time by getting to the point of what I actually need and being able to spit out those answers quick. Hey, I've got a 51 year old woman. She's 230 pounds. Okay. She's already doing this. Kate, this is what you need. You can fill me in the missing piece very quickly. On the same case with you or anybody trying to learn this, you can come to us and ask us that missing question. Most of them that you encounter will be straightforward especially if you listen to this recording a few times, it's in and out. And this process is, is so much more comfortable when you know that you know how to read this chart. And you know, there's only a few things that are really going to change things. 
And you also know that you don't need to know all the details. You don't need to know every drug name, but you need to have those drug names so you can look them up. And so you can help the customer see what they got to do next. And obviously, the more you do this, the less you have to look things up and it becomes natural unless you get one random question or one really difficult to deal with customer or someone who's not getting a result. For some reason, you got to find out what's going on. We're still going to need those questions. And even if they answered those questions three months ago, we probably want them again just to update, make sure that you know, we, we're giving our best advice. So anyways, that's all my preamble here. We're going to get to the conversation. I just wanted to uh, prepare you for the level of detail necessary in answering those questions. However many there are, 10, 20, you could write your own list of questions. But going through that with confidence and being comfortable with that, this is going to make the sales process the most easy. Because when it comes down to closing the deal now, now we are shopping with them, right? It's a totally different experience than trying to force people, you know, to take their health seriously or trying to sell a product without really having established the basis for that need. And that's within the chart. All right, guys, here's the recording. Patrick. How's it going, Ryan? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, you as well. I want to start this off uh, by saying, by the way, people have heard me say like, oh, I don't even know what you look like because I really just don't look at many people's profiles and stuff. I don't. Uh, it's one of the things that Gary and others say, Grant as well, Gary Vaynerchuk and Grant Cardone, they go by the first name basis. Is it, uh, you got to use these platforms and not let them use you. For me, that means really extremely limited scrolling, extremely limited looking into things on there, looking into people, whatever. But once we've made contact, now I want to know who you are so I can actually have an association in my mind. And uh, you look good is how I want to start this off. You look like a respectable <laughs> young man. Um, I already knew you were very well spoken on the phone. And I, I, before even talking about DM and all this stuff, you mentioned that your intelligence and I mentioned your confidence and all this stuff. I don't want that to dissuade people that don't have those traits. And for me, speech was one of those big things. By the way, when I started this, the people above me, my uplines, people that help me in this business, your uplines as well, we'll talk about that. They said they could not understand me, right? And the right. way that I'm speaking right now is not the way that I would speak to my friends from home or whatever. You know, uh, Chef Norman here, we live together. I can speak like we spoke, we're from the same neighborhood. But I had right, to yeah. take speech therapy. I, not officially, I had to do it on YouTube. I had to take it seriously. I had to stand in the mirror. I had to look at how my tongue was moving and to figure out how to get rid of my lisp, and it's still there in minus, minuscule amounts. But you're already well-equipped. This is very good news for you, right? <laughs> you, you speak well. You look good. You're young. By the way, what does looking good mean? Basic health is probably most of it, and then basic appearance is the rest of it. If you show up in sloppy, ripped-up, baggy clothing, it's not going to make you look good no matter what you look like, right? But as long as you present yourself just even reasonably well and you're not huge you're not deathly skinny you know it's not something obviously weird you can get away with it and as you speak completely clearly and that puts you a mile ahead a lot of people are not comfortable using their voice and then we got to say okay well now you can use the written word right you could use other people's words you could remix other people's content you could film things and find other ways around not using your voice same with your face right some people really are not presentable and that even goes for people like me. Some days I'm, I'm such a workaholic sometimes and I paint. Sometimes I'm such a mess. There's no way I can look, I can go on camera. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you know? 
no, I gotta shower and that. comb my hair back and do all this stuff before I show up on camera because it's basics. But it looks like you can just show up and, and look decent. And that's a huge step ahead if you can just put your face on camera. It saves so much time. Well, really. well hey, I, uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, honestly, that is, you know, I, I definitely feel the same things that you do, though. There, there are days where it's kind of just, you know, you, you don't have much going on and you, you're not going to be very presentable. Honestly, though, I think uh, a big thing for me was I actually had to uh, focus on my speech a bit, too, but in a different way compared to you. Uh, and so interestingly enough, growing up, I couldn't stop talking and I couldn't uh, I couldn't tell stories without basically going off onto infinite unnecessary tangents into every whatever little thing you know mm. and i also couldn't speak without like taking a breath so the way i would talk would usually be really really fast and people wouldn't be able to understand what i said because i usually talk this fast to everybody and so you, you know, get a ton of complaints about that online yeah yeah a, a lot of people who will listen to our content don't speak english as their first language no and that's it and so literally just growing up i had to kind of consciously learn and teach myself how to completely slow down and like kind of like focus and harness in what I'm going to say because the other problem I had was I would just I would just go off and say things that I really shouldn't have you know especially as a kid your parents maybe have said things and you just start talking and they're like no like you know shut up (laughs) so that was definitely some work that I had to do but uh the nice thing was definitely with my school we uh like i'm an en- i was in engineering and so it was a big focus on obviously all the math the theory the you know anything that engineering has to do with but my program as well had a big focus on the business aspect of all of it and so compared to other universities we had to do a lot more stuff related to like project management finance economics and that kind of puts us all in a better position to be like running projects leading projects instead of maybe doing the heavy heavy math that some other people would do i understand yeah so that was a you know definitely something that i've I've tried to apply in my whole life is kind of being as professional as i can trying to make good connections make connections with people and you know i i do want to always kind of think about where i'm moving forward from because a lot of people don't ever think past the short term and you kind of have to think long term and then think in you know if you are in the future what kind of things in the past do you want to have to look back on and like show you know especially like work-wise that's why I kind of realized I need to start doing what I want to do because I want to be able to show what I have to offer you know especially as I get older and get into my 30s and 40s and you know start to have enough money to really start kind of creating the life that I want to have you know well i said last time that all of this stuff this is this is your attitude this is your philosophy and the training that you've already done to present yourself this puts you in the perfect position to start taking action a lot of people won't be there yet they need to get where you're at right now and since you're young and you're here this is a huge congratulations and this is why we're going to talk about the dm and the protocol and all that but uh, i do encourage you strongly to aggressively pursue your own brand on the side immediately and we can help you with that because i'm gonna shift into my speech here right because of our upline relationship right we're talking about this phone call basically is is about what you would need to do in the dm but that is pretty much the same thing that we would do 
at an expo, right? A health expo. Someone goes up and speaks. Dr. Wallet goes and speaks. The people get the information. They hear the information. They come to our tables. We ask them a bunch of questions about them so we can figure out what they need, right? Yeah. This is the same thing. Giving them the protocol, close the deal or not close the deal, give them the contact information, whatever, you know, and then we're there later for the follow-up. They say in this business, a fortune is a follow-up. So it's the same thing in the DM as it is in real life, convention, whatever. Right. Or it would be in a store and it's the exact same scenario in the store. It's the same, except that we have anonymous people and except that we have multiple people able to answer the same person. That's the only thing that's a bit weird about it. Yeah, right. But everybody's doing the same thing. And since we're all giving the same answers, nobody's supposed to make up answers, right? If you don't know the answer, you got to get it from Let's Play Doctor or you got to get it from me or somebody professional, somebody Ben Fuchs, Dr. Glidden, Dr. Wallach, either directly or from something they've made. This means, you know, uh, appendicitis, for instance. I couldn't find appendicitis in Let's Play Doctor. I couldn't get a hold of Dr. Wallach. This was like four years ago or something like that. Uh, you can't just call Dr. Glidden. He's pretty locked up. You got to make appointments yeah. and stuff. He's got <laughs> he's got to practice and all this stuff. So he's got handlers that you can talk to about that. But you could also just look up content. And appendicitis was something I was just having a hard time finding on YouTube. What is the answer? What do I do? I got Dr. Glidden saying what it's caused by. What do I do about it, right? And I had to look in Ben Fuchs's archives. I'm saying this because if you're dealing with somebody and you can't get a hold of me or you can't get a hold of another upline, which I'll talk about too, your connection with them and, and how they could help you, you can go fishing for this information. And since I'm not a doctor and since I didn't make up any of this information, I was able to find it somehow, right? So yeah, I know... Yeah that anybody listening has the power to find all of this information because none of it is special. None of it is proprietary. Right. And it, it is all public access. Yeah. By the way, let me amend that. The only thing that we do differently is the salt flush because you wouldn't have known about that because we, we made the salt flush 10 times stronger than it was supposed to be by accident. <laughs> right. Cause we, we miscommunicated with Ben. He told us to do a teaspoon or something. We did heaping tablespoons and such, and we got incredible results. And we've been using that for years, but nobody else in the industry, like they might talk about Soleil or something like that, uh, but they're not talking about literally pumping people with a huge amount of salt at once. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of unique to us anyway. So <laughs> within this business, the upline relationship, as soon as you buy a distributorship, whether you know it or not, whether you care or not, whether you've committed or not, you have an upline. Somebody, if you just went to the Longevity website and signed up as a distributor, that account will be randomly given to some of the biggest people in the company. That sounds unfair, but those people have massive, massive organizations. Those people are, are trusted to be leaders in this business. So if they're going to throw out random dummy accounts, it's not going to be to random distributors. Yeah. It's going to be to those people at the top of the compensation plan, the people who have been with the company, either the longest or the hardest, you know, anyways, you'll have an upline, whether you know them or not, right? They're there. You can look in your back office. You can say, who is, see who your enroller is, who your sponsor is. That means who signed you up is the enroller. And then the sponsor is who you are under. For me, everybody I'm going to be enrolling, I'm going to take that enrollment, but then I'm going to give them a sponsor. It's going to be in my downline. So I'm saying this. Whether you know or not, you're in somebody's downline. Yeah. That's how they're going to refer to you. That's how they're going to think of you. The upline is looking for and waiting for people to step up. 
And as soon as they do, they want to do whatever they can for you. Some people are limited in what they can do. My uplines, I've told you, they help me a tremendous, tremendous amount, ridiculous amount, mostly in monetary, because that's one of the way that's one of the ways they could help me. A lot of people don't have monetary support. Yeah. I didn't have any money. I wouldn't have done anything. You know, they're like, <laughs> Yo, we're going to go to the, the convention in Indianapolis. I don't have money for that. Sorry. You know, they had to bring me. Yeah. Right. So they could get that stuff done. But in all my time in this business, I think I've received one direct customer from an upline. One. Right. I'm just pausing there for emphasis because a lot of people think that upline is really going to help you. I said that last time. They're going to help you as much as they can. And very rarely is it going to be actually with customers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it's with opportunities. Sometimes it's with getting you to the places where you're going to meet people or find business. Sometimes it's teaching you how to meet people, how to talk to people, how to close deals. Sometimes it's physically going with you, walking you through it, helping meeting people with you as a social thing too. You partner up. That's really great. Obviously, we talked about this world is different. Yeah. But what we have is a, is a DM. What we have is a, is an Instagram. We have is inboxes that we need help with. It's extremely unique. But it's also way easier. Than, than doing the stuff in real life. Everything I just talked about, expos, conventions. When you're at an expo, and especially if you don't know anything, you're thrown into the fire, <laughs> yeah. right? You do have people asking you serious questions. You don't have time to stutter and look like you, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have time to go, oh my gosh, I've never heard of that before. Or, you know, be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for, like, uh, you know, just unprofessional stuff. You, don't, you have to learn really on the fly. In the DM, you have a lot of time. You can look things up, right? If somebody, we ask people to tell us what drugs they're on. You do not and should not memorize those drugs. That's <laughs> yeah. what people go to medical school for, and pharma- pharmacy school to memorize drugs. Even Ben says it. You don't need to memorize drugs. You just need to know about the categories and then you need to look them up and make sure because they have different names in all these countries too. That's why it's not even worth trying to memorize these things. Yeah, You're going to go crazy yeah. with that, you know? But that is one of the things you need to know is that uh, you, can, you can breathe a little bit easier. A lot of people are intimidated by trying to answer questions. But here's the thing. We have people coming to us who want our help. They already have trust in us, which means they don't need to really have that much trust in you, I hope. And I hope this makes sense, by the yeah, way. Like, oh, totally. You, 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 you trust GM to make the car. I don't really need the car dealership guy to be the most salt. I need him to answer my questions and help me get it out the door. And I need to make sure that I could come back and deal with it if there's a problem. Right. Yeah, so yeah. people get, people get overwhelmed probably because they're, they're feeling like they do need to be the person, right? We need, we need to be the experts and all this stuff. I said it last time. Not only do you not need to do that, but it's bad for business. I think because you can't be the expert. And honestly, even Wallach stumbles sometimes. There's just so much all the time. Remembering every little detail. Like, this is just like mixing up a detail. I've heard Wallach say that Hitler was in jail for years or something. I, I know that's not true. And I know he mixed the fact up somewhere in his mind. And it just happens. Yeah. Right? The point is, they've already got the information by the time they come to us, whether it's at an expo or in the DM. So now we just have to follow the steps. Are you with me here, Pat? Everything? Yeah, totally. Okay. It's all, I try to take the weight off of it, right? Because anybody trying to do this in real life, listening to like, oh, I don't have access to those DMs. Well, you can get your own 
people who are interested in, you know, they, you can get them the information, you can show them the Instagram, you can show them the YouTube, so you can show them, you can hand them a CD, you can do all of the old school stuff that we used to do, except for bringing them to an actual event. Yeah. And then after that, you have to do the exact same things. So we mentioned last time, once they talk to us at all, we hit them with questions. Well, that's the very first thing here. This is the first communication. And on the, the notes for anybody, this is what I would be writing. The first communication. To me, the first communication is not the time that you say, Grandma, I'd like to talk to you about your diabetes. Grandma, I'd like to show you something. You know, this guy's talking about people who correct their blood sugar naturally. It's an hour long. I'll sit down and watch it with you. That's not the first communication. <laughs> yeah. the, the first communication is when they come to you with an honest question. It's when they come to you with a sincere question. A sincere question is not a question from a skeptic who says, oh, yeah, prove it to me. That is not first communication. We haven't gotten to first communication yet. I hope that makes sense, too, because a lot of people jump these steps. Since there is only four different areas of people that we're dealing with, a lot of people just want to rush into these next areas, and we haven't reached first communication. Oh, yeah. No, it's, In our it's life, important to really uh, kind of understand where people are at because it's the whole leaving a horse to water but you can't make it drink right yeah then this is the whole deaf ears complaints and everything like it, it, the work goes in before the first communication in our case we've already done yeah. that work in our case we have millions of uh, impressions already floating around out there people who have seen this and then people who are ready to make the first communication and every single day we sign on to the instagram and we see message requests Almost every single time, if they reach out and they just say, hey, great work, if they say something that's not an honest question, we're going to say thank you or something like that. I have trained people in the DM to sort of push this first step after the first communication. If we have not told them that what we do in the DMs is help people with their health, we do that by asking these questions. And then we give them the questions. If that hasn't happened, I don't know what's going on in the, with that conversation. That person hasn't even been aware that we have a sales process to offer here or that we have any value to offer yeah, them. Yeah. Right. So, so that can happen too. You can show, um, by the way, I read the first book from Dr. Wallach. I didn't get it. I didn't know that I was supposed to go and buy these supplements and I didn't, I didn't know what to do after that. And I just kind of went on with my life thinking, well, that's really interesting. Minerals have a lot to do with our health. Yeah, yeah. You know, th th this can happen. You can show somebody a lecture and they don't know what to do. Okay, well, now we got to show them that we help people apply this in real life by giving them the questions. So in the DM, you might see even some awkward stumbles towards this step. Whether they answer them or not, I'm not so concerned about. If they didn't come to us with a problem, you know, th this is not the average person, by the way. I'm just going in right from, right from the beginning. This can happen with your friends in real yeah. life, too. It just might not be that interested, but hey, I want you to know that we do help people and we got this little form here in the, in the form of a few questions. And that's what we need to know to actually give you advice. And then we can move on and talk or whatever. But next is a protocol. If they actually answer those questions, this is what I would consider the hard part. The part that requires sitting down and requires time. This is the part also where the money is. P.S. If you're in the DM... I would like you to start the message, hey, this is Patrick, right? Some people think this is awkward that every time they get a message back, it tells them who it is, but you, different people yeah, can answer. Yeah. You may have a serious concern that 
Catherine might text me on iMessage and, and be like, yo, there's an emergency in the DM. And I might come on and be like, yo, this is Ryan. Okay, what's up? Here's what you do. Yeah. You know? Or you might get a very simple generic response that requires nobody saying anything. It's not a, there's not a sale. This person's already been talked to. Maybe they're already even a customer. They just got a quick answer. No problem. But really, any form of engagement, I, I try to personalize it. Again, this is a unique situation we've had to make up. We don't want them thinking that they're speaking to just robots. They're not. <laughs> yeah. But I also don't want them thinking they're all just speaking to me, number two. Number three, because they're not, right? Catherine's given a regurgitated version of my own words. It's not me. So she, they need to know that they're speaking to Catherine. That's what she's doing. But also, I need to know who's doing what, right? I can, I can divide up customer accounts and I can kind of give them out randomly, but I don't. I give them to more to the people I see doing more, right? So if I see, hey, this is Patrick, like I'm going to go in and check on things. If I always see Catherine. Catherine's always hitting it. I wake up and I have less work to do because of Catherine. That means on the first of the month, Catherine gets a bonus. We haven't even sold anything yet, right? So that could be you too. This, uh, but you will get customers if you announce yourself. And what I'm saying is here at the protocol stage, this is where the money is for the like this is where now the sale is now we're we're telling them the proposal if you do this then expect this right so and each of these is copy and paste right those questions are copy and paste if you don't have them yet i'll give them to you if anybody listening wants them contact me i'll give them to you they're not special to us these are just generic questions that let us know who the heck we're talking to and let's go through these questions just for full coverage sake i'm going to go through them quickly because i've gone through them on some of these other recorded calls but this is basic to every single distributor every single person who's trying to help somebody you're already overstepping your bounds with that person if you're trying to give them any advice and you don't know this information and if it's your mom or your grandma or and you hear oh they're uncomfortable giving me that information you haven't presented yourself as professional enough yet you need to try again don't give up right get, go back to the information maybe they don't have enough trust or confidence in the, the information yeah. itself and then you need to maybe downplay your position be like look aunt mary i wasn't trying to pretend to be the expert or anything here but i do i, I think i am able to help you if you give me these answers i'll hand them to someone who knows what they're talking about we can go through it together they do it for free not a big deal i don't know how you're going to deal with it with each person but you need to ask them their age weight height sex country let me repeat this I used to encounter that a lot too, by the way, before I was professional, I might be sitting in front of someone and they might be like, especially a woman, an older woman, oh, I'm not comfortable giving you my weight. Now, a lot of people thinking might be like, yeah, well, of course she's not comfortable giving her weight. But when you're a professional, they, they're not going to act like that with their doctor. They're not going to act bashful with their doctor. I guarantee you, I promise you. And I never, ever, ever get that anymore. No one ever says that to me. And this goes with a lot of things. Some of these questions are personal, but we need personal information. I need to yeah. know what's going on. And I need to know how much you weigh. Supplements are based on weight. And a very professional stance is to refuse to, to continue if I don't get this basic information. Truly, especially if on the DM. If I can't see you, a lot of these people don't even have profile pictures. right? So are you 75 pounds? Or are you 250 pounds? This is an enormous difference. I cannot proceed if I don't have this fact. Yeah. Right? Age matters. Height, and this age matters for perfect prospects too. An 18-year-old, probably not going to have the worst health problems generally. 
and they're not going to have the most motivation to go the hardest, right? So there's an age range for our perfect prospects. They happen to be older. Height, weight, again, just BMI and supplements are based on body weight in 100-pound chunks is usually what we round to. Sex matters. Not, it just doesn't matter that much, but it matters. Country matters a lot for shipping. Some people don't want to give that information, by the way. I say, yeah, I need to know what country you're in. All symptoms, all diagnosis. This means we do not diagnose them. We ask them for their diagnosis. Another way to remain very professional. Don't overstep your bounds. We're not diagnosing anyone. I'm not telling you you have diabetes. And I just want to know if you've been told that you have diabetes. So that I know that you have a blood sugar problem. Or it makes it super easy for me. That's why I don't need tests. You probably already had tests done. And if they say no diagnosis, that's fine. They say I've never been to a doctor, that's fine. That's why we have these other questions. Symptoms. Are you experiencing any symptoms? Next, any surgeries, any organs or glands removed? In real life, especially before you become comfortable, you may need to ask this question twice. I don't know why, but the further you assert yourself with confidence, the more straight up people are with you. And a lot of times people will leave out the fact that they had a gallbladder or a thyroid or tonsils or an appendix taken out. And there might not be anything we can do about it now, but it matters for us building up a picture of their history. And uh, for the appendicitis, by the way, I talked about that earlier. What I finally found on Ben's archive was basically just fasting was going to be the, the main thing that you can do to prevent an appendix from bursting. It's a, it's a simple answer. But it tells us that the person probably had a gluten intolerance or another digestive problem a long time ago. And that probably explains the beginning of the chain of events of why they're even coming to us with a right, health yeah. problem. I hope I'm not speaking too quickly, but this would be meant to be repeated, truthfully on recording are they on any drugs i need to know that very few people come back and say they're on street drugs some people do that doesn't matter so much to us if you get that like if someone's like oh, i do cocaine on the weekends or i do party drugs not a big deal to us we don't need to give them a lecture it's it's not uh it's a personal choice right so they're not under prescription or whatever they already could assume that we're against drugs right, you know yeah. but i need to know if they're on any pharmaceutical drugs especially if they're on any proton pump inhibitors or any stomach acid-lowering drugs. This is why we Google them, because you don't always know what they are by the name. If they're a stomach acid-lowering drug or a statin cholesterol-lowering drug, those two classes of drugs we cannot compete with. Any other drug is going to have problems in the body, but it's not a deal-breaker. If they're on six, four, six, eight drugs, no matter what those drugs are, that person is going to be a very difficult client truthfully yeah we just need to know these things and i like to tell them these things in the dm you will see me being extremely forthright with people because we don't have time for a give and take yeah, yeah. and you know it's it's all by text too so like i try to avoid all the emotional words and everything but when it's a proton pump inhibitor or a statin drug you need stomach acid and you need cholesterol if either of those functions are taken away there's not that much we can do for you the statin drug will kill you. The proton pump inhibitor will make you miserable and then it will kill you. And there is no way to function correctly. Why am I drilling this in? Because this is why we ask these questions. There's some things on the list that dramatically change things. And what you would be doing, by the way, in real life or on the DM, since you don't have notes on every single one of these things yet, the only, thing, the only notes that you're going to get from me is the questions, the list of questions. Uh, the two food sorry food blurbs and the only reason there's two is because it's too long <laughs> to be one blurb so you just have to send it twice you will get the salt flush 
protocol. And I'll give you our stock paragraphs for the major packs and explaining them. The Mega Pack, the Detox Pack, and the Ryan Pack. I took the Aaron Pack away recently. Doesn't matter. But what you would need to do is be like, okay, someone um, answered, I have my gallbladder taken out. And you know that that means that it really changes things because I'm saying that right now and you probably knew that already. It means they need to be on enzymes for the rest of their life. That's one consideration. Number two, they are never going to be in perfect health, period. Never. They will never be in perfect health, period. We can improve their lives and a lot of the misery can be taken away from those enzymes themselves. And they need the 90 essential nutrients anyways. And that's why they had gallstones and such in the first place. And you're never going to meet someone with gallstones who doesn't have other problems in the body. So we can still improve their life. But they have dramatically impacted their, their maximum genetic expression. And they will probably always have some minor symptoms from the gallbladder removal. And so if you didn't know that yet, you got to hit me up and you got to get that blurb. Or you can message Catherine. By the way, what Catherine does, Patrick, you don't have an iMac, uh, no, iPhone, no, do you? No. Do you have an iMac or a laptop? No. <laughs> I don't want to promote Apple, but uh, it's worth thinking about. There's some things about the iPhone that make it very convenient. Yeah, definitely. One of the things that Catherine, one of the things that Catherine does, and maybe you can download an app in an Android that mimics this function, but she can search her notes. And from what I know, the other phones I've used, you can't search the notes. So she just, every time I say something or like she'll get a random message and I know that Catherine's getting a response from me for a customer. So I will type it in directly as I would answer the customer. And I know that she will just save that in her notes. And she doesn't need to keep her notes organized because yeah, she can just yeah. search keywords. Right. So if someone says gallbladder, boom, she's got her gallbladder blurb. I have a gallbladder blurb. It's one of those ones I don't want to read yeah. type all the time. You can ask me for those. I'll send them to you. You can ask Catherine. She'll help you too. Or anybody else. Obviously, we'll, we'll give you these blurbs if we got them. And if I give an answer that looks like it's the answer, save it, you know, just save it, write it down. You're not going to have many of these things. There's a lot of these questions here, but there's only a few of these answers that matter, right? I only mentioned three there. Those three matter. There, there ain't that many more, right? They need their gallbladder. They can't be on PPIs, can't be on cholesterol lowering drugs. If they are on pharmaceutical drugs in general, I like to tell them, we cannot tell you not to take drugs. But we can tell you that they're not necessary. We can tell you which ones have withdrawal effects. For you to know, Patrick, the only drugs that really have withdrawal effects, in my opinion, severe, are the psychological drugs. Possibly the epileptic drugs as well, but I've heard so many people get off them cleanly that it hasn't, to me, it doesn't seem to be a problem. All the blood pressure, metformin, any of that stuff, none of that stuff has withdrawal effects like, like the the head drugs any of the head drugs any antidepressant antipsychotic they have withdrawals none of the other ones do people need to know that people think everything has withdrawal symptoms it's, it's not true but they need to get off the drugs yeah. if they want to get better right weird pickle that we can't actually tell them just to get off them because we're not allowed to give them that advice but whatever you need to use these roundabout words because number one that's the legal terminology number two this is on record on on paper basically yeah. in writing right so we, we need to be clear with these words do they take any supplements and herbs obviously we're just trying to build up an idea of what's going on most likely people who are taking supplements already they will be taking a pile of mostly herbal products mostly medicinal products that's just interesting that also means though that someone who's already taking a lot of supplements is a harder sale because they're already putting money into it uh, kind of our easiest person to someone who has a, a fair amount of health problems 
a little bit of uh, disposable income and they're not taking any, yeah. any currently. So we can just fulfill all their needs without competing with anything. Do they have any, do they avoid any foods? Do they have any sensitivities, any allergies, allergies, meaning anaphylactic allergies? We need to know about a shellfish allergy. That's one thing we need to know about. We do have a shellfish free pack, shellfish free products. You will not encounter this very often, but when you do, you come to me or you can just look it up and just replace their thing, their order with the shellfish free products. If you're giving out links, which you will be doing, because it's, by the way, you and anybody listening, the reason I have a website is because it's too difficult to just get people to order directly off of Longevity and get you the compensation. Longevity's ordering process is really not easy, and it's very likely that you won't even get that compensation. You'll have to go and call them and get them to connect that customer account under your downline, and it's crazy. So I just... I do it and I handle the order and I handle the free shipping anyways. So it ends up getting them a cheaper price anyways. That's our value proposition. So that's why we give out our own links. That's why you start the conversation with, hey, it's Patrick. So I can tell what's going on. But if you do any work at all in there, what I said last time, I can't really keep that much track of it. So I just divide up customer accounts between the few people who are putting in action. And it has paid off, quite honestly, for their monthly regardless of what I pay as a bonus. So that's good. But I need to know if they have shellfish allergy, any other ones I'm not really that concerned about. If they come in with a list of food allergies, I'm already assuming they have a digestive problem anyways. Um, But obviously, if they avoid any foods, that tells you a lot about their habits and stuff. The people that come to you already, or us already, and they say, I'm plant-based, well, that means they already care about what they put in their body. They already put attention towards that. Even though that's not what we're recommending, it's kind of a good thing. So if they are paying conscious attention, it makes them easier to work with rather than just being off the street. They yeah, say, I yeah. just anything, right? You can, pit, you can picture this type of person uh, being hard to change their habits when you get a person who's already used to changing habits. Same thing goes with gym people, usually people in, in good shape. Uh, they've already, they're willing to make these types of other habit changes in yeah, order to yeah, have definitely. personal gain. So do they have any skin, lung or digestive issues? Patrick, you wouldn't believe how often people just like seem to skip this question, you know, and the, on the rest of their list, the, everything is pointing me towards a digestive issue, but they say, no, nope, digestion is fine. So we can't yeah, expect perfect yeah. information, but very often they will have a skin, lung or digestive problem. Very often they will have all three. Do they know their blood type inconsequential for our actual protocol? It's mostly for my collection because I've said that before. I still think it's interesting. I still think it's worth knowing your blood type. Since the vast majority of people don't know their blood type, I do not have a coherent yeah, database yeah. at all. So you can make some uh, some connections and some patterns if you know your blood type. If you are O blood type, I really think you should look into that. And other than that, we, I ordered people to stop talking about that, like on the DM. I said, if people answer the blood blood type question, just don't respond to it. We just don't want to go there. Yeah. We don't want to confuse them. We don't want them to think that we're here promoting a blood type diet. We're, we're giving a basic food protocol, inviting them to go on to, to our food account to engage further in the optimization of their diet. And yeah. that's it. The rest is up to them food-wise. So next question. Any sleep problems, teeth grinding, sweating? These usually go together. Sleep problems, most of them are just calcium deficiency. But having a digestive problem or overweight people in general, 
they're generally expected to have a sleep problem, just like they're generally expected to have a blood pressure problem, and they're guaranteed to have a blood sugar problem. And whether that's whether they recognize it or not, that's whether it's been diagnosed or not. Overweight people are likely to be in this category. But sleep problems, insomnia is going to be, it's again, calcium deficiency or there's an underlying digestive problem is getting in the way or the absorption of it. Worth mentioning that today we mentioned anemia on the, um, mm-hmm. on the story of the Wallach account. And I mentioned that it's mostly knocked out by salt. And it, that person that I was talking to already did salt, but I know that they were avoiding red meat. Why I'm saying this is because that cofactor family, the, the salts, the iron, the copper, the vitamin C, it is also directly connected to the calcium family. Of course, we say the 90 essential nutrients, why we just say take everything and do it all. But sometimes we need to find our bullet here, our magic bullet. And for, for that man, that young man's protocol, I think steak, I think a steak might fix all of his problems. And I think a lot of them might be connected to a calcium deficiency that has to do with this iron cofactor right. situation. Just mentioning that because that's an old blood type thing that can come up. Anyways, most sleep problems are knocked out just by changing the nutrition. I mean, I'm over answering these because already right away, this, this is what you would yeah. do when you were looking through the answers. This is the most involved step. And I said before, this is where the money is. This is where I pay bonuses for. It's the people who answer protocols, right? It helps a bit if you go in and you just do the first step, right? Someone comes and says, hey, hey I've been following for a while. I just want to get some no problem. Here's what we need to know. Boom. It's hard for me to really pay for that, right? Any one of yeah. us can do that and it takes two seconds. What, what takes a long time is going through these questions and knowing what to say and what to think about them, right? So you can get intimidated by these answers. The worst people, the people that need our help the most, are going to have the most going on. They're going to have the most answers. It's going to take yeah. the most time to answer the questions. But they're also going to need more product than the average person. And they're an easier sale. Because the 18-year-old kid with no problems who's perfect weight, I can be like, dude, you need the 90 essential nutrients. But I'm not going to convince them on all the extras. And it's not like we're here to convince people on this stuff. But at the end of the day, you're getting a, we're getting a lot more compensation for our time with yeah. the people who actually need it than we are with the other people who are easy. Right, so worth taking the time in these things. Teeth grinding and sweating usually go together. The only other sleep problem that has to, and that's a blood sugar problem. Both those are blood sugar problems. So that is a nutrient thing. By the way, we don't always throw the sweeties in because usually the person who's going to have these, they're going to have a digestive problem to start with. That's why I made a digestive pack. I'm going to expect a little bit of improvement before I even throw the 90 essential nutrients in. And then I'm also going to expect improvement even without the sweeties. Yeah. So just to know that. But we could always throw the sweeties in and we could be promoting that more too, for sure. But you could wake up in the middle of the night to take a pee because of a blood sugar problem. That's the only other one. So if you see sleep problems, I, as I'm answering them and as you're studying the answers in the DM, you'll right. see I'm usually very quick with these answers. I will just mention to them whatever they give me an answer on. I'll go through and just comment on them all. And often I'll be like, hey, I'm just going to make some comments on your answers before I give you the protocol. And they're super brief. And this is, I'm, I'm asking them for permission to be brief kind of in that. And that's a professional thing as well that I recommend everyone doing. Okay, let me just take a minute. Let me just go over your answers here very quickly and give you, give you some quick comments on these before I give you the actual protocol. Part of this too in real life might be like, hey, if any of what I'm going to say in these answers is overwhelming, don't worry because it's all addressed by yeah, these products yeah. and by the food, right? So... 
they can they can be like, oh my god, what did you just say about iron? I already mentioned just like eight nutrients there that could be confused. So mm-hmm. you might need to keep people on track sometimes. In the DM, you don't need to do that. I'm only blasting you with information because right. you need to know yeah. this as a representative. Sleep problems, mineral deficiencies, unless it's a digestive problem or a blood sugar problem, those are usually both connected. Next question, were they born C-sections? This question is not relevant if it's a 48-year-old person, but often people give us this answer. It's kind of funny, actually, but uh, they don't know why we're asking it. And it, if you're 60 years old, it has no relevance to me whether you're C-sectioned or not 60 years ago. But when it's a kid or when it's a person asking about a kid, C-section question is very relevant. If it's a behavioral problem with a kid, ADHD, autism, something like that. That C-section question could be the bingo question. Often, it's not like it happens every day, but surprisingly often, I have dealt with women who have a problem child, one problem child, and they have other children who are not problem. And when I ask them this question, if I didn't have that C-section question on it, I might yeah, be yeah. stumped, right? If, if they're like, well, you're saying this is a mineral efficiency thing here but my other kids are fine you know they eat the same thing why does this one kid have a problem because of the c-section baby misses the opportunity for i have a blurb on this right you don't need to memorize this because the baby misses the opportunity for the the first good bacterial batch basically by going through the birth canal it's supposed to kind of like swallow that and that starts off its own digestive system basically so you could be start, started off on a real poor foot. You could be mis- malabsorption problems. You could have internal candida fungus overgrowth. Why? Because you don't have a good probiotic batch there. That's what was supposed to happen through the birth canal. This can be corrected any time in life. The child just needs to be given probiotics. It's not even like they need crazy mega doses. I would just make sure to give them probiotics every single day, three solid months and then give them a a small daily dose like the rest of us all take a small daily dose in our regular products we have products specifically for this for children for you to know and anybody else i would recommend root beer belly root beer belly it's actually a revolutionary product some of the ways that dr wallach has made products have have been really revolutionary and root beer belly is one of them we also have one called kids sprinkles same thing. These are like candy sort of that dissolve in your mouth. There's, there's no sugar, but they are probiotics, micro-encapsulated. Right. And they do wonders, and they, they, they fix a lot real quick. They can fix behavior. I didn't say cure. I mean, I, you add probiotics. You even add – they just start feeding them probiotic, probiotic-filled fermented foods every day, and you can watch the behavior of a lot of these, especially very young children, just change super, super quick. So where they C-section can really matter. That question probably matters all the way up until they're about 30 years old because even someone who's 22, they could be walking around with really bad health their whole life and not know why. They never corrected the first digestive problem they were ever given from day one, and it's carried on. So that'll affect the way you absorb nutrients. It'll affect everything. And uh, if you do develop candida or fungus or something because of that, and pernicious, you're dealing with it for years, you're going to be addicted to sugar and all this stuff. You're going to be ruining the inside of your body and not even knowing it. So C-section can be an important, really important question. Are they they pregnant or nursing? That's the next question. It's (laughs) comical also that many men answer that question. It only matters for detox, really, really. It only matters for detox. So we don't recommend a detox if they're pregnant or nursing. Um, And some of the specialized products too. Like I I wouldn't be recommending them, the herbal tinctures, right? The good uh, good herbs company, their tinctures. They're super strong and super effective, 
but I wouldn't want pregnant women messing around with the medicine, the medicinal yeah, side of yeah. what we got. It would just be focusing on nutrition and also the simpler nutrition. And I guess one thing to mention here, I don't know if you know, a lot of pregnant women avoid caffeine and a lot of them are instructed to avoid caffeine by very respectable people in healthcare. So I respect that opinion and you just have to know that. And some of our products have caffeine in them, like rebound, for example, it's got ginseng extract and such green tea extract. It's, it's marketed as a sports drink. It's not marketed as a pregnancy drink. So just tell them that if anything, if that comes up, do they drink anything carbonated? I'm a pretty zero tolerance guy on that. You know, most actually congratulations to all of our freaking audience by how often I don't hear that they drink carbonation. It's actually kind of rare, which is really good. That means that this is gaining traction that carbonation is not good. And a lot of people don't like it, but if they do drink carbonated drinks every day, we can't really help them. They need to stop that. That's the truth. I did another dramatic pause there because that's the same in real life. If they're drinking soda every well, no, day, it's I like, noticed I mean, a big change for myself a couple years back that. when I stopped. Like it's it. And if you have a health problem, it's probably going to stop mm. the progress too. Is how serious it is. Yeah. Same reason as a proton pump inhibitor is lowering the the stomach acid. Anyways, I'm almost done with the questions. Do they drink coffee? Uh, I just I want to know their habits. One uh, kid today said he drank 12 to 24 wow. cups of coffee a day. He's 18 years old. 12 to 24. That's too much. A lot of people will say, yeah, I just have one or two cups a day. And I'll say, no problem. If it's a woman who has serious health problems and she's drinking more than one cup a day, I'm going to say no. Even at that point, I'm going to say avoid coffee if you want to get better for a while. Like just It's one of the things you might want to cut out temporarily and then introduce coffee back later one to two cups a day for an adult male, one cup a day for an adult female maximum. That will go the same with alcohol. That's the general recommendations. And young people, I'd avoid staying away from coffee. If, if you're under probably 21 years old, I wouldn't recommend it at all. I put on here, optional, show us a picture of their finger or toenails, not polished. Not everyone does this. It helps a lot, though, when they do. If you can see someone's fingernails, not only can you see their fingernails, you can see a bit of their skin. And the skin right around the fingernails tells you a lot. If they have cracked skin, cuticles peeling off, that's going to tell you an omega-3 deficiency is very likely. And you probably already knew that from the rest of their questions. If you see white spots, you're going to assume they have a zinc deficiency. So you're not going to assume. You're going to know they have a zinc deficiency. If they got white spots all over their fingernails, they might have an autoimmune disease at the top of their list. That might have been the first thing they came to you with. Why? Because zinc is one of the key nutrients in the immune system. It's one of the key antioxidants. And if you got white spots all over your nails, your immune system might suck so bad that a doctor told you you had an autoimmune disease. So that's interesting. Uh, Deep ridges on the fingernails. Everybody has ridges on their nails. And if they take, you have to look kind of closely because flash and stuff can really make it look like you have deep ridges. But if you look at your nails right now, you have ridges. They're not that deep probably. Deep ridges are a sign of a lot of deficiencies, probably. Probably a spread of minerals and that omega-3 deficiency as well. Last thing you want to be looking for in fingernails is dense. Dense on the fingernails, unless it's from an injury. By the way, toenails can just get messed up. Yeah. Shoes. Fingernails are way more reliable. Way more reliable. And if it's an old construction dude, he's going to have messed up hands no matter what. So just don't even worry. 
about that. But yeah, a lot of toes, we look at them and they're, they're just mangled from shoes, in my opinion, years and years of shoes. Like, so that's not, you can't tell much. But if they have dents, so your, your nails can be dented just from being messed up, from stuffed in your shoes. But if they have fungus dents on them, we need to know that because the 90 essential nutrients will not solve their problems if they have fungus. I'll repeat that. If they have candida, um, fungus, any of these major bacterial overgrowths or internal digestive problems, the 90 essential nutrients is not their primary problem. They need them still, but we need to kill the candida or the fungus or the whatever that they will not heal. So part of this is telling people to buy diatomaceous earth. You can make a blurb on that. And doing, I have some recordings that I just give them now that are just like this, that we've talked just yeah, about. Honestly, I had taken so diatomaceous right earth now. when I was having a, a lot of problems with like a bacterial overgrowth. And yeah, it's pretty insane how quickly just like a consistent like week of using it can make a difference. Totally. I, I want to go even further. We've, since we did this at the store so often, we could see what five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes does. We could also see people come back in an hour, two hours. We have people come back the next day and be like, <laughs> oh, I lost 20 pounds last night. That kind of stuff. Feel amazing. That kind of stuff. Give me another pound, please. I'm sending one to my brother. You know, so it, it can totally do wonders. It's so cheap. We don't sell it. So if they have one of those problems, we, that's one of the things we recommend. Go buy immediately. Message us when you've got it. Um, this new question was added recently. It's, this is the end. What's their favorite food? I thought it was a great question. A distributor came up with it. I thought it tells us a lot, a lot about them. And since we've gotten a few of those answers back now, yeah, I, yeah, it's a great question. That. It tells us so much about the person. Yeah, if they come back and pizza and beer is their favorite, no, you know what type of person you're dealing with, right? But um, you'd be amazed what type, how, how much information that that question gives you. Anything else I should know about is the last question. Sometimes they tell us some weird stuff there. Sometimes people give us six paragraphs here, by the way. They probably will be a customer. That's good. So we finished the protocol now. Yeah. Well, so yeah. we finished the, the questions. We finished going through them. In our, if you've got your list, we've got the first communication. That's when we gave them the questions. We've got the protocol, which just happened when we just went through the questions now. But now after that, I'm going to just copy and paste this our food <laughs> yeah. blurbs. I'm not going to go through them for lack of time, truthfully. Our food blurbs, the salt flush, and then product recommendations. Product recommendations, now, this is, we're in the close. I told you there's four different categories. We're in the third category now. It's a close category. Number two is protocol. Number one is the first communication. In the close, they've been given their protocol. And you have given them options. I like to give at least three options. These days, it's, it's usually more like two. Sometimes I will just give them the digestive pack or whatever. And it's a firm yeah. recommendation. That's what I recommend for your first 30 days. Don't worry about anything else. We'll handle it all. Keep in contact with us, etc. You'll see, you'll see those blurbs. You'll copy them. And everyone else can come up with their own words for that. If you have one recommendation, that's your firm recommendation. It's better to have more. If you give one recommendation, such as a digestive pack, it's a good idea to, to have a more expensive pack on deck in your mind. That would be the next step for them. And it's the truth. If someone has a serious digestive problem and they have a problem with the digestive pack, I'm going to say, well, then we should be talking about the 90 essential nutrients and we should be talking about a really solid dose 
and probably a detox, quite honestly. So I'd be looking at this $500 pack over here. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, well, I'm, I'm showing you a $144 pack yeah, here, over yeah. here, and this is what I recommend, right? And uh, we, we've been professional all along, so that is firm. Now, if they say yes or no, it's, it's, well, we can't win them all, right? But we also can't move forward in any of the other steps. If you ever at any step in any sales process are stuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah. probably have to go backwards, right? Where, what happened on the close? In the protocol, they were given the proposal, right? Protocol proposal. They were given the if, then, because. If we failed to close, clearly there's a problem with the if, then, because. Now, why I section these out into different types of people to deal with is because you could sign on. And I, I, I like people to answer the, the requests first. I like the first communication to be dealt with quickly. I don't want people sitting there. It's probably super easy. It probably will take 10 seconds. They're probably just asking a question, and we're going to hit them with questions. Number two, they go through the, the protocol. You've, that's the money stage, but they were not closed. So what do, what do we do? They're still going to be asking us questions most likely. By the way, we don't reach back out to people. We could and we should go back and reach out to people that we've sent the questions to. I've done that before. This is something that you could do if you wanted to make money, like generate more prospects quicker. Is There's already a ton of people who've already reached out to us. They were given the questions. And for whatever reason, they weren't comfortable answering them. Before I came up with a little paragraph and sent it to my people and said, hey, if you want to see those and send them this blurb, it's like, Hey, if you if, if felt too much pressure about, uh, I don't remember what the blurb was, if felt too much pressure about those questions or something, don't worry about it. It's just basics. You know, we need to know a little bit about what's going on so we can help you. And often they'll go and mm -hmm. they'll, yeah. they'll be like, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Something like that. This generates new prospects very, very easily. It's, they're already here. They already came into the store for whatever reason they got distracted. Right. So we, that's a very easy person to bring back. Could also farm the, um, farm the comments and tell people to DM. That's something that really, really generates a lot of business is just looking for comments of people asking questions that we haven't responded to them because there's yeah, fair. so many when there's only so many hours and we don't do that anymore. anymore. We tried to keep up with that, but it generates a ton of people in the DM, ton of prospects. In the close, if there's a problem with the close, we need to keep going back to what they need to do. Oftentimes, we will give the protocol, means we will deliver the proposition. This will happen in real life too. And yet they will still come back later with another complaint, another problem, or another question. And any of those things, all we got to do is go back and reaffirm. Yeah, man, uh, it says up in your questions a few months ago, the, you had that problem too. Uh, well, it, it will be fixed. It should be addressed by that protocol. Don't use the word fixed. It'll be addressed in the protocol. Have you started is usually when in the closing process here, we're often responding with questions, right? They often are looking for something else and they're seeing if we're going to give them something else. But we're like, no, have you, you know, did you do what we set up there? Truthfully, I'm telling you, nine out of ten times they're going to say, no, yeah. I didn't do it. Well, we said, we'll do it, right? Because now we're, we're, we're done. I don't know if you noticed this. Like, we are at the close. They don't know we're at the close. We're at the close. We, we gave you the information. There's no, there's yeah. no other yeah. answer. We gave you the answer, right? In rare case, they'll, they will have be like, okay, I went gluten-free. Not rare case. Often they'll be like, yeah, I went gluten-free, but it's still, it's not enough. Well, yeah, that's one part of the protocol. This is all we're doing. You know, it's not being rude about it. It's just going, yep, boom, I might, I might just repaste the information sometimes. Did you do the salt flush? No. And I'm not going to berate them and say, why didn't you do the salt flush? I'm just going to send them the salt flush again. 
let me know when you did it. And, wa- and I'll just leave the conversation. I'll go on to the next one. Because at each one of these steps, once somebody has been, been given those questions on step number one, I'm out backing up. I don't want to see what they say next. I, don't, I want it to be an unread message so we can deal with it when they answer it. Same yeah. thing. When I deliver the protocol, I'm out for a minute. They're, they've got the links. They've got a lot of information. They're going to have some follow-up questions, and I can handle them or someone else can handle them. But we've, we've moved on from the step number two. Step number three, anybody can also handle that too. What do they need to know to make the decision? We're here to help them make the decision. Which decision, right? We're shopping with them. This is our optimal condition here. We're shopping with them in the close. We're not arguing with them or anything. If they still have questions or comments or concerns, we go backwards, back to the protocol. Maybe we missed information too. We can go back to the questions if we need to, but it's rare. Usually, we just need to reiterate ourselves until the deal is closed, truthfully. And then you deal with category number four. Category number four is helping people who have been closed. Now, the money is really in the protocol. That's the sales money. That's the first money, right? That's the commission money. We do get paid more on the first sale than we do on the other ones because it requires the most work. But the fortune is in the follow-up. And if you listen to Grant Cardone, he's going to talk about the second money, right? This is the second sale. This is the money you get from customers who are already your customers. This is people who like doing business with you and want to buy other things. This is when we worked at the gym, we sold t-shirts because our customers wanted more ways to support us. And they also wanted to wear a t-shirt, a cheap t-shirt that they could work out in and sweat in, no problem. So we have more value that we provide to people. You talked about books. You are going to write a book one day. That's second money, right? I do art. Who do you think my my best prospects are? The people Mm -hmm. who already buy things off of me are my best prospects, right? Second money. So there's there's first money in the protocol at stage number two. You would think money's in the close. I kind of you could cram those together. It could be a two point five, sure. But really, there is no close yeah. if they're not given the information properly. That's why I emphasize that because if you if you do step number two properly, the close is kindergarten. Anybody can go in and do the close if the protocol is done properly, and as long as you know how to close, meaning you answer yeah. objections with understandings. That's all we do in there, right? We've given the protocol, we've given the prices. One common thing you're going to say, you're going to see, oh, that's a lot of money. I'll go in there and say, hey, Ryan here. I'm just looking up at what Catherine said to you. Yeah, she did recommend the bigger packs to you, but honestly, it makes sense. You look at your condition. I mean, we definitely want to get some of that weight off of you pretty quickly. She could also have recommended this for you. I give him that link. But I think she was correct in going for the, the mm-hmm. heavy hammer in your case, sir. I think that's the right decision. And then I'm walking on out, right? but I just met it with understanding. Is this, this is expensive. Yes, sir. I understand it is right. This is complicated. Yes, sir. I understand it is. My doctor says this. Yes, ma'am. I totally believe you. You know, we hear this all the time, et cetera. We heard, we went into some detail on that before the last stage is the help. And why I emphasize that because that's the second money that is not only helping people get the results from the products they bought the first time, but it's also helping people further down the line. If those people who buy the products on the close do not get a result, there is no second money involved. There's no second sale involved. And in network marketing, the base of this, that's what we want. I don't care about enrollments. I do not care about enrollments. You can take the enrollments, Patrick. No problem. I don't care. Right? We want long-term customers, which means we want results. We want loyalty. And we want second money on other additional 
side projects. When I'm talking about repeat orders, that's not second money. That's just loyal customers. We don't, that's what we want. We are selling consumable products. But if they do not do those products that they bought the first time properly, if they don't get the results, we don't get the long term. So there's a lot of money in the number four step. That's help. Right? In the DM, it's a bit weird. You kind of have to let go of it a bit because they're not all going to be your downline, which is good and bad. In my mind, I have just forgotten about who is who. We help people in the DM. I will accept calls from other distributors, personal calls that are not recorded for, for just to talk about the business. And I do not make any money off of them because I've just accepted that to, in order to, to be one of Dr. Wallach's soldiers, I need to put all those politics aside. This is personal, Patrick. I don't know if you know, you're going to feel the same way, but yeah, I hope people feel definitely. the same way in the DM that we are all a team. We're not all going to have the same customers. It's, not just, it's just not possible. But if we're all nurturing this, this nest together, you're going to get customers every month. And some of those customers are going to order forever, right? Some of those customers are going to live longer than you and continue ordering while you've passed your account down to your, child, your children, yeah. truthfully. That's how it should work out. And some of them are also going to turn into people like me or you who spread it, right? And so that matters. So you only find those people in the number four because it's more than just helping people on, the, on their first journey with their first products and their first diet changes. It's also helping people communicate to other people. A lot of people are going to get excited right away because they got a good result. They're going to go out and talk to a few people and they're going to be more discouraged than they've ever been in their entire life. And they're going to feel just more rejected than they've ever felt in their entire life. And that's the truth. But you, in number four, long term, for the people in your life and in this business and in the DM, you need to be there with those people and also meet those objections with understanding. Right? Same thing. I understand it's hard out there. I understand most people don't get it. Most people didn't listen to us either, but we're here for you. We're going to keep going. Da, 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 da. So, yeah. Oh, Patrick, yeah. I'm still with you. You're, you're still with me. I just went through it all. I don't have, I don't need to ramble on anything else. I need Honestly, to, no, that all, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, it's, it's interesting too, just because just in the past week I had, uh, I'd been kind of, you know, looking into stuff, trying to make a game plan of things I want to do and, you know, certain prospects for a lot of different ideas I kind of have that are all in this, you know, this arena. And one of the other things I found was a, uh, a company that does a similar thing with machines that do structured water and electrolyzed hydrogen rich water. And yeah, Kangen, same thing. So it's, uh, it's, it's very interesting, kind of the whole lineup of everything, because it, it makes sense with kind of my skills, abilities, and what I want to do, which is, you know, being able to help people put in the time because I know there's there's a lot more to it, but also then, you know, being able to expand, grow, and get other people to, you know, really get into spreading the word. You know, it's, I think it's a really important thing in general for people to take care of their health, and you really see it now. Like, everybody's really starting to make changes in their life. I, a lot of people I know are all starting to get interested with what I talk about when I, you know, talk about the nutrition stuff. So I definitely think there is a big tide as well. That's kind of coming and this is a good time to, to really dig into this kind of work, you know? Well, we've been experiencing 
a growing interest in alternative health for sure. But I, I want to agree with you and pick up on it a tad. Even despite what I've said, you know, about like, oh, the world's shut down, so it's tough to do network marketing. I actually think that people do have a lot of extra time on their hands <laughs> yeah. now because of this. It's like, it's not great. It's, it would be great to go do fun stuff, but we can't really be doing much fun stuff. So people do have extra time. And I feel that people are in probably more and closer yeah. contact with oh, each other than they were 12 months ago. So it does give us the opportunity to really share something, you know, to, well, and it's to funny really too, share information. Yeah, I find when I do get in proposal. touch with people, it's a lot more meaningful than it used to be. I find that I'm reaching out or I'm being reached out to by people that I, you know, used to be close with or, you know, people who I've kind of very loosely kept in touch with who I'm still, you know, close with in a, in a sense. And, you know, instead of just having the, the typical few messages, of, hey, how's it been going? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, let's have a phone call and you, you have a nice hour long catch up and you really get into stuff. And so I think this whole thing is also given a lot of people time to reflect on themselves, you know, and a lot of people have started uh, have almost been forced to start doing their own research and starting to realize that they have to figure out what's good for them and what's going to help them, you know, so it's it all kind of for for all the the bad that's kind of going on and all the stuff we have to deal with and all the struggles that people are going through there's definitely a lot of good that's going to come out of that and i think that that's i think that's something that can really spread and help you know a lot of people moving forward i really think that we're kind of we're on that edge of again i think a, not a not a big evolution in the whole health industry but i believe that this this whole year has kind of brought it to the table and forced people to talk about it you know oh well health has never been such a big topic as it is this year and yeah also alternative it. health really theories good. have never gotten the voice that they have this year patrick i want to wrap this up with a personal comment we will uh we'll pick <laughs> the details up of the dm stuff in in private i'll give you the information and stuff and by the way i hope anybody that listening realizes that as long as you've got this systematized you you really actually shouldn't need me or your upline or anybody like that that much like i said i only call dr wallach very very rarely on very specific yeah. and very rare things that come up right and that, that that should be it there shouldn't be you shouldn't need that much maybe like how do you answer this or whatever but you could even just spend a day or two looking through the dms and you're going to see so much there and whether i answered it or Catherine answered it you can just steal those blurbs and you'd be pretty set up pretty easily it's not actually really not very difficult the close is not difficult people just get tripped up all you got to do is agree with people and understand them and accept yeah. them and that's and then tell them what you think is best and that's it and if they don't believe you stay with it again <laughs> you know <clears throat> as long as the answer doesn't change they'll, they'll do it or they won't do it but my personal comment on you, now we're ch changing gears. This is me overstepping my boundaries with you because partially yeah. because we've entered into this upline relationship. And I, I think I kind of mentioned it. that This is a voluntary relationship. Um, whether you know it or not, you're part of someone's downline. If you're in my organization, whether you've ever distributed or not, or even if you're just a customer, you are my downline. I am your upline. Uh, you can establish a relationship with me anytime. My uplines are your uplines. That means everybody you ever hear me mention 
you know, Mike down in Windsor, Nelson's out in Port Hope. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, Newcastle now. You know, Judy's out in Detroit. We got a bunch of things. We have uplands, right? They are your uplands. If you are able to establish a relationship with any one of them, they will help you already. You know, it's not like they need to look in the back office and be like, oh, is this person yeah. doing stuff? We are regular human beings. If you're trying, we're here to help you. Me saying that, Nelson <laughs> is like, I called him my grand brother-in-law. You know, he's like my granddad that I never had. He will just tell me advice <laughs> that I did not ask for. And I'm telling you advice that you did not ask for. So I know that you have a grand theory. And a lot of people have grand theories. The smartest people will have the grandest theories. The way to fail is to focus on the grand theory. Yeah. The way to communicate your grand theory is to do it piece by piece. The way to build your brand is to do it piece by piece. I think you should really take this to heart and break your message up, break the things that you care about up, care about up into small digestible chunks and work on communicating those regularly. If you've been following me, you'll notice that I'm, I'm covering small topics yeah, yeah. in pretty great detail, stopping, moving on. And I'm, I might come back to it. Anybody who's been following me for a while, some of them are young kids and I know <laughs> yeah. I've been giving them a free course in rebellion, whether they've even known it or not. Seriously. So you can communicate your worldview. I've never been able to put down my grand theory. It's too much work, quite honestly, for most people. Most people never accomplish it. They, they can just kill themselves trying to get their, their grand theory into a book or into one documentary or something. Doesn't work. Break it up. Break it up into smaller chunks. Sometimes I have one point. It lasts an hour. Sometimes it lasts yeah, five minutes. Yeah. It's a five-minute video. It's off my chest. It's into the library. The people who are into you, who want to know more, will digest your library, and they will understand your worldview on ways that you don't even <laughs> you it. think they need to understand it in exactly your words. It's not true. You can you can get people to see things the same way as you, and it's a magical magical process. But the only way you, Patrick, are going to do that, and many other people who have a lot yeah. to say have to condense it down well that's it you know i especially and recently focus on your i've next been jump. trying to push myself into that kind of that blind faith you know like just you taking the steps and the the path will just lay itself as you take the steps and as long as you kind of have the bigger understanding of what your purpose is what you want to do with it you can trust that things will will flow as long as you put in the attention and the work you know Yeah. It's worth expanding on that. I know we're wrapping it up still, but it's worth expanding on that. A lot of people are, are looking at like, um, let's say a concept mm-hmm. like building a network marketing company, right? And and they're like, or business, not company. Building a network marketing business, building a side income, building a yeah. side hustle. Those thoughts themselves are incredibly overwhelming. Every single proper trails pro- training process is going to get you to break down your steps. Huge. Think of it as a trip to California. We're in Canada right now. Trip to California would be a big deal. There's many steps involved. Right? <laughs> if you just told me today, Yo, Ryan, we're going to California, I'd be like, dude, what? I mean, come on, man. That's a lot. It's too much to take, comprehend right now. I don't even have time to think about this right now. But we can, we can pack a bag, right? We can load it into the car. We can get started. We can do every, every step by step. I do this with yeah, R2. Yeah. It's a lot to think about a blank canvas and, and a masterpiece. Same with, your, same with your videos. It's a lot to think of the masterpiece, so I don't. The very first thing I do, I break everything into such small steps 
that I can do any a whole bunch of them brainlessly. Yeah. Same with the all the sales stuff too. I break it into brainless steps that I can just choose to do one at a time. It's taking me five minutes. I can put it down. With the canvas, what's the first step? What do you think the first step is? It's gonna be the first Priming step with the yourself, business. I guess, reading right? Getting the materials out. I take the package off. Open the package. Open the package. A lot of people bought a distributorship, but they never opened the package. Mm-hmm. Open the book, right? First step. It's a simple step. It's a simple step, but it's a big one. It's talking about painting a masterpiece, the first step is important. But yes, it might be priming it, and it's an important step. All of it. You break each one of them down. I break the painting process down over months so that and no one – I never have to sit down and <laughs> yeah. work my butt off to, into a sweat and tears. Never. Because when we envision things working that That's way, we it. just won't do them. We don't have enough hours in the day to break our backs. You don't have enough hours in the day to make your grand theory yeah, or to become an definitely. internet sensation overnight. You need to break it into steps, right? And in your case, you're, yeah. and you're the big thing is, I think your first video. a lot of people need to hear this is detaching from the outcome. Cause as soon as you put the weight on that, it, it starts to make it something that you see as bigger than yourself or something that's not attainable. And you just, again, as soon as you, 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 you're you're only like you're you're hoping and you're waiting on that outcome. You're you're already out of the process of doing the now because that's that's where everything is. It's always happening right now. One hundred percent. I've said it before with the Nelson, my upline in this business. The, he was the first one that drew out those three circles, right? That if you're supposed to see in any network marketing presentation. Yeah, yeah. It's you just get three friends and they get three friends, you know, and I was totally by that step alone, just that, just seeing those three <laughs> freaking circles. I said, dude, this is too much, <laughs> right? This is too much. So don't start with three circles, start with one circle. And honestly, before you get to a circle, we've already talked about all of the stuff that comes ahead of that. But when you see reading a book as a step towards you being able to communicate better you being able to sell better, all this stuff. Well, now reading yeah. a book becomes a priority, but it's easy because it's easier to read a book than it is to make a sale, right? It's easier to watch a YouTube video about painting than yeah, it is definitely. to paint. But you actually learn how to do the thing that you try. You see what I mean? Right? So you, you can get yourself closer there just by breaking it into steps alone and focusing on those individual steps. Absolutely, you are correct. Detaching from the outcome. I mean, I had my ego hurt severely when I started making content right i thought i had a lot of friends and stuff like this <laughs> yeah, yeah this is not a negative thing it's not like you're not my friend because you didn't watch my youtube videos no it's just because this is just life you know and you know just because you're popular doesn't mean that you can make a great video just because you got friends doesn't mean that yeah. you can entertain them or inform them or sell to them etc so uh, yeah swallowing definitely. the prize it's a good way to uh, reserve your energy and make sure you can put it where you need to Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And where you need your energy is on your next step. So we just put our energy in here. And this was a big step for me in my morning, in my morning routine, in my grand scheme of, of becoming successful. Right Ultimately, on. this is one important brick that we just crossed off here together. And this is great. Definitely. I no, I honestly, I really, really appreciate you. Uh, I hope you got value from this it. and everything. Because it's honestly, I, I do enjoy listening back to our previous conversation and just kind of picking up on things again. And so I'll probably enjoy listening to this through again and kind of digging deeper into the work. So, (laughs) well, there's a lot here. 
with what I said about the protocol and how to do the protocol, honestly, if somebody had like just the resources, like let's play doctor, the book and yeah, they, if I died right now, you'd never need me again because that's how to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no special answer. I would need to dig up. You're just saving time by asking me the answer. Right. So let's pick this up next time. And I'll, yeah, I'm definitely. A personal, and uh, yeah, if you are ready today, I can send you that information today. It's not a problem. Well, I appreciate you and appreciate everybody listening and definitely anybody who's listening, uh, you know, who's trying to do this on a, on a training level, we should probably get on one of these calls too. Yeah. And all on to that, let me like, know specifically anybody listening you want to see us has to realize here. that and, for me, I, I'm just coming out of a complete other cycle of my life. And it's, it's not like I had anything planned or set up really. It's again, it's all about just, you got to have the faith that you can do something different. hundred percent. And if you do have something going on right now, it doesn't mean you can't build up a side income that That's it. with your regular one. Maybe you don't need that retirement, right? Cool. Until All next right, time, thank Patrick, you. and everybody else. You too. We'll see you next time.